We love talking about the values that we've identified, just really key elements that we aim to live by as 111 Global. And today we get to talk about our sixth value, which is this, we go and make disciples who change the world. Mm. And sometimes when we think about worship and prayer, or we think about the house of prayer, we don't always think of it in a missional context. So we don't really think go and make disciples. And I remember one of our first schools, uh, as we were planning uh, a school overseas and there were 20 nations coming to the school and we were gonna train for worship and prayer. And we were planning our whole family to go because we were gonna be there for six weeks. And I was going, Lord, I really want this not to be my pet project. I really want this to be in your heart. And he was like, Murray, this is in my heart. This is go to all nations, making disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son mm. and the Holy Spirit. And the Lord just really identified early on that as we teach these foundational principles of the kingdom, it is the convergence or part of the convergence of missions and prayer. And we've seen that in a number of ways. Of course, we're following the pattern of Jesus in that he discipled a small group of people yeah. that changed the world. And that, that's, we're not looking necessarily for thousands. We're looking for a few mm. uh, all over the place who are going to touch a few more and a few more and a few more. And so really seeing even the value and the principle of what I like to call the great commission of the old Testament is Isaiah 56, six and seven, mm. where we see what I believe is the convergence of yes. missions and prayer. It's never been separate yes. in God's heart, the convergence prayer and missions have always been one reality. And, uh, and I think I see it most clearly in Isaiah 56, when we see the ache of God for all nations to come to the holy mountain of God and be made joyful in the house of prayer. And so there you see the very missional reality of God's ache for all nations yes. to come to the holy mountain of God, which is a picture of the presence of God. It's where he's leading them to the mm -hmm. presence of God and he's gonna make them joyful. He's gonna make them a joyful people that live in a house mm -hmm. or a family that is always in fellowship, prayer, fellowship with God and fellowship with one another. And so mm. we're not just making disciples so that people escape hell and, and they become better people and hopefully go to church. Yeah. No, we're making disciples of a kingdom yeah. that, is, uh, th that is on its way to the holy mountain of mm. God, that's part of a family that's gonna live in fellowship with him, forever. That's what we're making disciples of. And so that's where we find that convergence. Yes. God's ache for all nations. We're missional. It's all nations. Yes. We're going out to the nations to come to the presence of God and the family of God. Yes. I really saw that in one of our recent mm. trips in a way that was just so gorgeous. Um, we were in South Africa and there was 70 wild, hungry, fiery evangelists. And we as 111 were able to come in and they were just like saying, take us deep. We want to go deep in Jesus. We, we want that intimacy piece. And so here we were, we were, you know, talking about the gospel 
and the story of God and, and all of the elements, but we were also, you know, teaching them how to pray the Bible, how to sing the Bible. And, and what happened there was fiery evangelists who are so hungry for Jesus got wrecked. And on the weekends, what do they do? They go out and win the lost. Mm -hmm. I mean, gospel proclamation, uh, but they, they, their testimony, I mean, some of them like ugly cry was talking about how Jesus was wrecking them um, with this intimacy, intimacy piece with knowing Jesus. And then when they go out to the streets to win the lost, it was like they, they could gospel proclamation changed mm -hmm. because they knew him. Yeah. And, and then they weren't just bringing the lost into like the four spiritual laws and, or whatnot, but they actually could bring the lost into the presence of God mm. in the, in this place of worship and intercession that was, that was ongoing. And, and so I, I just felt like we got a, like a sneak peek of what the Holy Spirit is doing all over the earth right now, where prayer and worship mm. and missions, mm. evangelism are all coming together and, you know to this younger generation I don't even think they they didn't they don't haven't realized that it's been separate right. I mean they just oh, they true. just they just get it I think they were made for it yeah, yeah they were made for it and uh the other thing that I love about what we do and it's specifically this value is the making disciples piece I just it was like the secret of of heaven of Jesus that singing the Bible had that discipleship element. Mm. And, and what I love is that we can give tools to this next generation to actually encounter Jesus. And that's the greatest discipleship yeah, <laughs> is really actually true. being you know, led by the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit as the escort into the knowledge of God, into the revelation of the beauty of Jesus. And, and so we're seeing that happen where discipleship is taking place just as we give tools mm. in the place of mm. intercession and worship. It's, yeah. it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah, it really, it, it really is remarkable. It's that, that ache in God's heart for all nations really is what causes us, even going back to our last value, to lay down everything and follow him to the ends of the earth. Yes. And so we go. When we are a people of the house of prayer, we are people who go yes. because this is the good news. <laughs> and, uh, and so just really recognizing, even as we preach the good news of a coming kingdom, and that king that is coming, that kingdom, you know, we're looking at the kingdom of heaven that's coming to earth. And that kingdom, one of the most clear elements that we see in the Bible about the kingdom is that it is a kingdom of worship. Yes. That really never stops. You, yeah. you know, you see the kingdom at, at when, when we catch a glimpse of the throne room mm. in heaven, for example, it is a place where they never stop crying out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. There's songs, there's yes. worship around that throne. And mm -hmm. we also know that in that context, in Hebrews 7, 25, Jesus lives to make intercession. Yeah. And so there's this kingdom of God, foundational element of worship and intercession that we see around the throne. And that's one of the ways that he's bringing his kingdom even now. Mm. And so just recognizing that 
as we're going to lost people, it's Revelation 5. He's redeeming them to be a kingdom of priests mm. to our God. And so, again, it's he's leading them to the holy mountain, the presence of God. He's leading them to be a kingdom of priests yes. or a house of prayer for all nations. It's in some ways kind of the same thing. It's you're going to be a kingdom of priests or a house of prayer. It's a it's a family. Those people who live in their identity uh, as that have the same identity that Jesus had as a king and a priest or part of the family of God. Mm. And so that is the place that we're making disciples towards. And and so we see this even as we are thinking about worship and prayer and house of prayer for all nations, the ache that's in God's heart or the identity of the church mm. before Jesus returns. And we see that the house of prayer, a lot of times we can understand that the house of prayer is, yeah, the house of prayer fuels missions or it fuels evangelism. And that's true, of course. Prayer and worship is powerful to fuel the mission of God. But like you're saying, we're also seeing that it is, it is fueling discipleship. It's actually fueling... Yes the the knowledge of God as we pray and sing the Bible. It's Colossians 3.16 when Paul says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly by singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And so we've seen mm -hmm. everywhere that we've trained people yes. or we've been in the context to disciple people to pray and sing the Bible that they're not primarily talking about the skills they've learned as a singer, musician, intercessor, what they'll primarily talk about is th they're primarily going to talk about revival that's happening in their, in their heart. hearts. Yep. That's been the testimony over and over again, as we're giving them simple skills to pray, sing the Bible. It's like, this is revival. I didn't know the Bible could look like this, or I could have conversations like this. So we see it as the fuel. Mm. We see it as the disciple-making tool, but we also see it as the end goal. It is, like Jesus said, my house will be a house of prayer yes. for all nations. That's the end goal. Or we see the picture again in Revelation. It's a people from every tribe, every tongue, mm -hmm. in the place of worship around the throne. You know, John Piper says worship is the fuel and it's the goal of missions yes. and so it's all tied together as one reality and there's a generation that we're living in right now like you said that they're not seeing the lines of well this is worship and that's prayer and this is missions and no that's all one yes. and we get to all live in that reality the glory of the presence of God on the mountain of God and the family of God and the power of God in the place of prayer and and so we go yes. to make disciples of that kingdom that is a kingdom of worship and prayer and fellowship with God in his presence and uh, and it is that's got to be one of the most enjoyable parts of what we do is to touch every tribe and tongue and really to see God doing that everywhere building his house of prayer for all nations and so we go to make disciples just as he commanded us.